Good evening, good morning, wherever you are, whenever you are. I am your host, Liam McGowan, and you're tuned in to another episode of The FIFA Dads. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of FIFA Dads. I'm back. I know you missed me last week. I'm very sorry. Very busy. A lot of stuff going on. I'm glad I got over that week. But it's time to sit down, lie down, get relaxed on the train, wherever you are. And let's... Let's figure out what just happened in soccer. I'm going to let you guys know that I had a great week of soccer. I am extremely happy. I hope uh, my other dads are too. Let's start off differently today. Let's start off with Matteo. Matteo, why don't you tell us what's going on over in France? I'm, I'm doing Germany, but say less. Lol. Do France and Germany. Lol. Um, Lol. Lol. Bayern ended up winning the league this past weekend after... Leipzig lost to Dortmund 3-2. Um, so Bayern won their ninth consecutive Bundesliga. Congrats. Wow. Fun league. Um, Leipzig's in second right now with 64. You got Wolfsburg with 60. Dortmund with 58 back and forth. Frankfurt with 57. Leverkusen with 41. With 51, sorry. And Montagladbach with 46 tied with... Union Berlin as well with thirty with forty six. Um, the bottom of the table, you have good old Schalke. They had a great start to a game where they were up two zero before half. The King Mustafi himself scored, and then Hoffenheim said, "Oh wait, we're playing the worst team in the league," and scored four in twenty minutes, and they ended up losing four two. So, oh. Quite disappointing. Order Bremen tied to Leverkusen, which was big for Dortmund after Dortmund beat Not their Leipzig. own big one. Yeah, Dortmund won to Leipzig thanks to Sancho finding his form again. Um, you had Leverkusen tying Order Bremen, which was good for... They had a goal ruled out, um, but otherwise they just fell apart. I mean, they're, the Order Bremen keeper absolutely dominated. Havlenka the king himself. Um, who else played? Uh, Wolfsburg had a good 3-0 win against Union Berlin. Brick, uh, Brialco had a hat-trick. Uh, light work for him. Um, that helps with them because they, they push themselves further. They push themselves in the third now. They're four points away from Leipzig, and they're now three points away from Frankfurt in fifth, so that pushes them into... I guess more of a more safe ground for them, um, but they play some tough game. They play Leipzig on Sunday, next Sunday, and then Mines in two weeks. So easy game against Mines, harder game against Leipzig. We'll see how it turns out. But I mean, there's anything possible for Wolfsburg, Dortmund, and Frankfurt right now between who's going to go to Champions League and who's going to go to Europa League there. Um, Bayern Munich absolutely slapped Montengladbach to pieces, 6-0. Lewandowski came back, found his form, became a king. He has 39, so he's one he's one off from the um, record of most goals scored in a season from Jerp Muller of 40, and he only needs he only needs two more to um, fully. He only needs two more to, to, I guess, break the record. Um, and they play, I think they play someone pretty easy. Um, 
Yeah, they play Freeburg this weekend, or this upcoming weekend, on the 15th of Saturday. They play Freeburg away, so they should be able to, he should be able to get there. If he doesn't, they play Osberg in their final game. So, two games left to get two goals. Hopefully he gets there. Um, Holland and Silva are both in second, they're both tied for second with 25. Whitehorse has 20, Kramerich with 18 goals. Then in assists, you still have um, Mueller with 17, Plustic with 12, Hoffman and Kamada with 11, and then Guerrero, Diaby, and Kimmich all with 10. All with 10. Um, I think it's kind of crazy. Mueller has 17 assists, and none of them are set pieces, which is kind of crazy. No corners, no set, no free kicks, nothing. Just straight assists. He's, he's super underrated. Straight bangers only. Otherwise, I mean, Frankfurt also lost their their uh, pep in their step. They tied Mines. Um, they lost a few players to injury there. Um, otherwise, they dominated the entire game. Mines just had a really defensive and good game, and they played well, I guess. And it ended up taking points away from Frankfurt to be able to try to secure them into that Champions League spot for them, but instead they drop to now Europa League. Um, this upcoming week... And the only big games that are coming up are the leipzig Wolfsburg game, I think has the most um, sauce about it, the most excitement due to the race between Wolfsburg-Dortmund. I guess Leipzig and Frankfurt between who gets the Champions League spot and who doesn't and where they end up in that table as well. Otherwise, um, nothing really else. Werder Bremen, Armenia, Köln. Hertha are all fighting down below for relegation from relegation and relegation qualification. Hertha, Werder Bremen, and Armenia all have 31 points, so they're all super close with each other. Um, Hertha actually has a game in hand, so if they end up winning that, that'll push them away from it. But you still have Werder Bremen and Armenia um, just around there, hopefully fighting. And it's kind of funny they have um, Tahit Chong. On that team, so if he <laughs> he'll end up going down with them if Werder Bremen ends up ends up going down, um, and who they have a uh, Josh Sargent too, so you'll have a good old American in the Bundesliga too, having fun down there. <laughs> rip, um, yep, extreme rip. Um, but otherwise, he, what he still starts over me in my my career on the U.S. national team. <laughs> Trash game. Sad. Um, but otherwise, nothing really super exciting. Leipzig actually plays Dortmund in a couple of weeks. Oh no, not a couple of weeks, sorry. This upcoming Thursday. I thought it was a couple of weeks. They played each other this upcoming Thursday for the final of the Polkow. So, if Leipzig wins that, they get the trophy. Nigelsmann gets to say goodbye with the trophy. If not, Dortmund get their silverware and they get to feel like they've done something, um... I don't know if Holland's going to start. He said they say he has a knock. I don't know if he's going to be back yet. Um, but they they're still out with Witz. They still don't have Witzel. They still don't have um, actually a lot of people. I didn't even realize that uh, Makoko uh, had a shin injury and is out for the season. That's too bad. He was actually doing pretty good. Um, but both sides have big injuries to each of the sides. But otherwise, I mean that. Wraps it up pretty much for the Bundesliga. There was nothing else that happened that's super exciting this weekend. Um, and 
those are the goal scorers and the assist leaders. Um, we'll definitely see Lee Wan, Holland, Silva, all with team of the year, team of the season. Sorry, Mueller, Kostick, Hoffman, probably as well. Um, yeah, Kostick will definitely probably Rafael Guerrero, um, Gulasi. Well, he already had one. No, he didn't. He was up for it. He has 15 clean sheets. Castile says 14, and Moreno from Armenia actually has 10. That's actually surprising. Uh, Neuer has 9. But yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for the Bundesliga. Um, League 1, PSG is trash. Absolute trash. I don't know how... You just let that they, they played an awful game. They yeah. played an absolutely awful game. Um, last Friday, Who they play? They played Ren. Um, last Friday, Lille battered Lens 3-0, which helped them in their tight, like kept their their title race um, against PSG. Um, Lyon. Yeah, they're all three points ahead, and I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Um, and if it's head to head, I think Lille has the advantage. Does Pochettino get fired? No, I don't think so. He's no right. right? They no. need to give him time. Okay, Lyon. just because when he took over, weren't they in first? No, no. They weren't. Okay. They also, he also needs to. I'm sure PSG are going to back a lot of signings for him at yeah. the end of at this summer. Yeah, Barack Yelmaz is a legend in yeah. Lyon. They came, like yeah, they came out without. They came. He came in without his actual team and what he wants to do. So once he gets a, a transfer window or two under his belt, he'll be able to do what he wants with the team instead of having uh, Tuchel's influence and all that stuff underneath his uh, the belt. Fingers crossed it's not just counterattacking like with Tottenham. I don't want to see PSG do that. <laughs> they want to uh, dominate games. Odds are not with you, John. Leon absolutely battered uh, L'Oreal this weekend. Paqueta had a had a goal. The, you know the vibes. The king himself. You know? You just go elsewhere. Bruno Guimarães got his little brace, too. Yeah. You, you go elsewhere and you just shine. And handle the pressure. It's crazy. Um... Our war scored as well, which is pretty nice to see. Um, nice beat Brest. Montpellier beat Strasbourg. Monaco beat Rem, um, which also helps them a lot in their um, in their fight between them and Monaco and PSG between um, Champions League spots and Europa League spots. I like the way that that France does it over Prem. Like the Prem still has games in hand and all that stuff. Everybody in France is all tied up, Is have all their matches played, so you know where everything is. It's not all over the place, which is great. Um, and then Ren and PSG, Neymar got a pen, scored it, and then they give up the lead, and they tie 1-1. Some shameful, shameful stuff. Kempe said, screw this, I'm, I don't want to play anymore. Got a red card in the 87, kept it easy. Um, but yeah, they played absolutely terrible. They tied. They got actually like destroyed. Navas played incredible for them. Um, played like out of his mind. Had nine saves that entire game. Um, really kept them in there and sort of kept them alive. I mean, the tables looking with Lille with seventy nine, PSG with seventy six, Monaco with seventy four, Lyon with seventy three, and then you have uh, Marseille, Lens. And Retton, all with fighting for that. Yeah, for that. Uh, what is it called again? Europa, Europa Conference, Conference League. Conference League, yeah. 56, That'll be interesting. 56, 55, so they're all right next to each other. 
I think it is that teams in the six and seven. It's five, yeah, it's like mid table teams. It's five, six, seven. One and two get automatic Champions League. Three gets Champions League qualification. Four gets Europa League, and then five gets uh, Europa Conference League. But in like oh, the Premier League, like number though, seven right? or something. Yeah, yeah. Different countries have different numbers of, of participants and stuff. Yeah. Um, Dijon is down. Nantes, Lorient, Strasbourg, Nîmes are all fighting for uh, fighting out of relegation. Nantes and Nîmes and right Bordeaux now. a little bit. Bordeaux is so still kind of in there. Yeah, I mean Bordeaux really are because they're just they're, they're the two points. Yeah, they're two they're, points ahead of Nantes. Yeah, they're in the downfall they're still right might now. Be a little they bit. Lenin and Rem, so they're playing two good teams ahead of them. Meanwhile, Nîmes and Nantes got two really important wins though this weekend. Yeah, they did. Um, but they all play sort of tougher teams. Nantes plays Dijon, which is good for them. Nîmes plays Rennes and Lyon, so it's going to be tough for Nîmes to get mm. out of the, uh, the relegation uh, that, that they're in. And then you got Lorient and Nice for Strasbourg, so that's it's going to be a good race, I, I guess a good race, <laughs> to see who doesn't get in and who doesn't get out. Um, yeah. Verratti's going to be out for the rest of the season. I mean, there's only two games left. But he's going to be out for the rest of the season. He picked they're, up an injury. They're barely playing for anything at this yeah, point. He, he picked up an injury in training, um, and he won't be back. I mean, the Euros is in a few weeks, right? Oh yeah, that sucks for Italy. I forgot the Euros are this year. So like, that's going to be tough for a lot of players. They end it's up fine. The Euro, getting the injured Euros soon. Are in two months. Oops. They don't start until middle of July, so they're fine. Oh, okay. Um, I guess a good a signing that's interesting to me is Golvin went to Tigres. Which was Link up with. surprising to me. Yeah, I yeah, went with Nack, the the teammates. I thought that was hella surprising to see that. To tear up the CONCACAF uh, Champions yeah. League. Yeah. <laughs> um, top scores, you got Mbappe with 25, Depay, Ben Yedder with 19, Voland with 16, Yilmaz and Laborde with 15 each. Um, and then you got the assist leader, you have Depay. Zinedine Ferrat with 10 as well. So they're both tied with 10. And then you got Bamba, Paillet, Di Maria, Delore, all with 9. Um, and then for the good old clean sheets, Liam's keeper, Maingon, with 20 clean sheets. Postille Not my 13. keeper anymore. Navas and Lacombe with 12. He's going to be AC Milan's keeper next year. So you, you Nope, we beat Juventus, don't remember you will be taking care of my my French my French number one. All right. Donnarumma doesn't want to be there anymore. He wants to play in the Europa League. He doesn't want to play Champions League. All right. That's fair enough. If that's what he wants to do, go with Ronaldo. Exactly. He wants to go play. Ronaldo's leaving. Ronaldo. My fault. Go Don, with Bentancur. Donnarumma mm. and Ronaldo are going to go over to PSG. They're going to take care of business. They're going to do the do the dance. Do all the good stuff. But yeah, that wraps it up. Uh, Mbappe keeps dubbing those uh, contracts from PSG. Mm, I wonder why. Because he still has a whole year left, and Real Madrid have zero money to spend. So, <laughs> I wonder why. Not to mention an impending ban or severe fines from not leaving the Super League. That's true. So, Papa Perez got it. 
It's yeah, not. Fact, you can get slapped with a two-year Champions you, you, you League ban. You get banned from the Champions League for two years. It's not. It's still game up, We're not going to get banned. Be Even if you don't get banned, he's going to slap a hefty, pa- hefty fine on your pa- Papa Perez, who's in... They got money. Papa no, no, you don't. You year. don't have money. Abdul, when you buy yeah. players like Hazard has, and Bale no, 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 no. and can't sell them, you do not have money. Abdul, no, Papa, Pere- Papa they're, Perez they're, they're is happening. $400 mil in debt right now because Papa Perez decided to get a new stadium and then the pandemic hit and now he's in debt $400 mil. So I don't think Papa right, Perez so has well, money. Was that money also, you spent $150 million on a hobbled man. That's the thing, Abdul. It's not going to be coming. He's done. Trash Mbappe's gonna be like, "Oh, you got no money? Say less. Who got the money for me?" Yeah, how much you guys want? Bet Hazard was so high because that ball touched him before it went in. What do you mean, bro? I'm sure he was. Hazard what? put his foot there on purpose. Hello. <laughs> he knew exactly where he had to be. Yo, the he's the only reason yeah. you guys even have a sniffing chance at a trophy this season. Yeah. So say you're welcome. <laughs> We're talking about, I'm giving that to Cruz. Since we're talking about Papa Perez, talk about your La Liga. Papa Perez, the one and only, the god, the goat, the legend. Soon um, to be jailbird. Ah, never. He's he got too much money. So it's been a tough uh, weekend, man. I was hoping for that W of Real Madrid so they could get the first. But Sevilla decided to point the bus 24-7. Um, all right, the table's looking decent, but it's looking like Atletico might get grabbed uh, the, the league, honestly, if they don't lose a game or tie a couple. I'm not too sure. There's three games left for each team, so we'll see how it goes. So there's Atletico with 77 points, Real Madrid with 75, Barcelona with 75, Sevilla 71. So those four teams are going to the Champions League with Real Sociedad at 56, only Europa, and then Real 50s with 54 that biggest fight for the spot for Europa, but I think they're going to that new trash league that Arsenal is going to land in forever and always. Nah, Betis, um, Betis is going to go for it, bro. I don't know why you say that. Can you take a look at who, who, who Atletico... Let's let Madrid play in their yeah, last three. Yeah, bro, Anything difficult? We, we still have a difficult match. They're oh, playing real that. That could be That could be difficult for them. Um, Asasuna... And then um, their last game, March 23rd, was Real, um, Real uh, Valladolid, some shit like that. What, what is and, then, and then Madrid, bro, got um, Granada. So I'm hoping that's easier than okay. Athletic Club. Kennedy's going to score a half on y'all. And then we're playing Villarreal. So those last two games are going to be super tough. Sorry, so Villarreal. You have, a, you have a Kennedy club coming? You got a Kennedy hat trick and a Naki Williams hat trick and a Gerard Moreno hat trick. No, if it. It, if it's Liam, it's a Carlos Baca hat trick. And then Barcelona got <laughs> Levante, Santa Vigo, and Ibar, bro. It, it's easy for this for Barcelona. They lose one You're of the games tie. That's an L on them. Yeah, and Sofia you're gonna see Baca. They're playing. They're playing you're last. Baca on the sidelines. Give me a V. No, I think we could take it. I think the only problem we have is a better club. Yeah, better club in Villarreal. The only thing that will struggle. If you lose one of those games or time on those games, it's over. Bro, the, you play Abdul. You play seven, nine, and ten. They're all gonna be tough games. You're not gonna get away with an easy. No, match. seven, nine, bro. Granada. It's like Granada. 
But Celta Vigo not part of the club. Granada's so, in the Europa course. League semis this year. Granada or yeah. Barcelona. Round of eight. Round of eight, rather. Um, player stats. We got the GOAT. Let's see. 28. Kevin Benzema, the second GOAT with 21. And then Gerard Moreno. He's, bro. He plays for um, Villarreal, yeah. right? Yeah, he's scary. Yeah. He is scary. And then Messi. Uh, oh, actually, um, Ego Aspas with 11 um, assists. Tony Cruz with 10. Marco Florente with 10. Dennis Suarez with 9. And then Leon Messi with 9. Um, Dennis Suarez with 4 set piece assists. Tony Cruz with 3 set piece assists. Wow. Lorente with 10 with 0 set piece assists. That's pretty good. Um, Carrasco with eight. Uh, honestly, man, I don't see us winning this because we have a tougher, tougher opponents. I see Barcelona winning all three, and I see Atletico winning all three as well. They'll struggle with um, Real Sociedad. Hopefully, if they, sh- if they can grab an L with Real Sociedad, we win all three, and Barcelona wins all three, we'll take the league, which is great to hear. That is about it. We got the fixtures for this weekend coming. Barcelona playing Le- um, Levante. So I'm, I'm hoping for an L right there. Sevilla, Valencia on Wednesday. Santa Vigo, Getafe on Wednesday as well. So why and then Atletico. Say what? I said what? I said they're playing midweek. That's weird. Oh yeah, midweek. Yeah, they're playing a whole bunch of midweek games. Yeah, I think for every league, for every, for every league, not just uh, La Liga. Um, yeah, Juventus is playing Wednesday, Milan is playing Wednesday, PSG is playing Wednesday, Arsenal, Chelsea on Wednesday. There's a whole bunch of midweek, and then That's so weird. And then the weekend. Let me see the weekend as well. They're playing, bro. They're trying to finish up the league as soon as possible. It seems. Well, most most teams are finishing up uh, and sec- last second week of May. next week. Yeah. The 22nd, right? 23rd, that's when they're... Yeah, 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 the end, the end of uh, May, basically. That's the end of league. End yeah, of May. Sunday, May 23rd for Prem. Um, the 23rd, yeah, so all leagues will be... Yeah, most teams got three more games. I think, yeah, they're done by next weekend. End of May is the, the 22nd, end of leagues, which sucks. Syria. And then there's the... And then there's international... Um, not international, but yeah. The season should be over by the end of May and then the international... I think they all link for the uh, you know, to train for the uh, Euros, if I'm not wrong, right? Well, the Euros don't start for a while. Um, well, June. Yeah, but, yeah, but don't they meet up just you know to get the chemistry back up and train? Um, they play. They play games. I think okay. end of. I actually don't remember. I think they have two ex. I know France has two exhibition games, but I forget who it's against. Right. They do. Um, oh, yeah, European. Yeah, like right, yeah. right before, yeah, um, right before the Euros. So June second and June eighth, we pl- they play. Um, so right before the Euros start, we'll play friendlies or people will play friendlies and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, it's super close. The, the La Liga is super super close. Anything can happen right now. I'm sure PSG. I'm sure the league one. Same way. Bundesliga is over. The uh, English League is over. 
Every league, every league, yeah. Ends, every, on league to... every league ends end of the weekend of the twenty the twenty third. That weekend, every but every league ends. Yeah, that's the last game. Yeah. Yep, that's that's the last weekend that they have um, actual uh, comp not competition, but actual um, lakes and stuff like that. And then it'll be Champions League, Europa League, um, the 29th and the twenty eighth, I think, for Europa League. Finals, um, yeah. Yeah. The final is the twenty sixth. Right, 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 yeah. Twenty sixth and the twenty ninth. So yeah. But yeah, so we'll about that and So on to the best league in the world. Yep. Syria. Italy? Yeah, I was going to say. What? Get out of here. Bring on the Prem. Oh, we they have oh, been right. waiting. Bring on the Prem. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the best league, not the worst league. Okay, okay. So, yeah, the Prem. We keep the worst for last, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah we've done it a little bit out of format than usual but that's alright so the Premier League is pretty much the same as last week with the one big change being that the bottom three have been finalized Sheffield United who's been being sent back down to the Gulag since uh, 2020 is finally officially down <laughs> West Bromwich got, got relegated this weekend with a 2-0 loss 2-1 loss I believe yeah, a 3-1 loss to Arsenal this weekend. Arsenal played pretty well, actually. West Brom is going down to the championship the same year that they just really got re-promoted. And then Fulham, the team that I've been sitting here defending on this podcast every week for the last six months, failed me yet again in a game that they outplayed their opponents, but they lost, and they're going right back down to the championship the same year that they got promoted. Good for Leeds, by the way, to finish 10th. I hope that they don't have happen to them what happened to Sheffield, where like they had a really great first season and then they fall apart the next season. Because Sheffield at one point was playing for Europa League places last year, like right up until the very end. Um, over the weekend, there were not a ton of super interesting games. I mean, Newcastle got a really good win over Leicester 4-2, which kind of raises the, the thing I was talking about before, where Leicester's now like in danger of losing their top four spot. Which, if they do this again two years in a row, I mean, just absolutely heartbreaking. So hopefully, hopefully they survive. Um, on Saturday, we had Leeds beat Tottenham 3-1. Did y'all watch that game? That was a great game. Leeds really battered them. I mean, they deserve to win. A um, couple of offside goals chopped off for Harry Kane, but nice goal by him and Son. Crystal Palace beat Sheffield United 2-0 in the least important game of the entire season. Chelsea beat Man City in a tune-up to the Champions League final 2-1 with Sergio Aguero attempting maybe the worst penalty of the Premier League in 2021. <laughs> um, it was so bad that, in fact, he went to social media to apologize to the fans and to his teammates for attempting to do it. He tried to panenka, which Wait, is where because you now to, you disrespectfully chip the ball. If they win away, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it, it should have um, been, at that point, 2-0, because it was over at that point, but it didn't happen. But a Panenka is where they, you, you scoop the ball up with your foot from the penalty spot, and you try to, like, it's like a chip shot almost, but, like, very slow. And you have to really fool the goalkeeper to get it to work, because it's so, so slow. It looks really good when it works, like, if you guys go look at highlights and stuff. But when it doesn't, like, Lookman tried one for Fulham this year, and it, it was horrible. Liverpool beat Southampton 2-0 in a good win. 
Uh, Man United beat Aston Villa 3-1 in a deserved win, probably. Cavani scored again, which is now eight goals in his last seven games. Wolves beat Brighton 2-1. Everton beat West Ham 1-0, which is huge for Everton and too bad for West Ham because that really dented their chances of getting at the top four. And then today, like I said, Fulham blew it, and they are now going down as Burnley beat them 2-0. So the top ten are the Champions League Europa League spots. Manchester City sits top of the table after 35 games on 80 points. If they, is they need two points from their last four games to win. So I mean, Man U wins the title, probably not. Um, Man U second after 34 games with 70 points. Chelsea is third after 35 games with 64 points. Leicester is fourth with 35 games with 63 points. West Ham is fifth on 35 games with 58 points. Liverpool is sixth on 34 games with 57. So if they win, they're only three points back of Leicester for that fourth spot. And I don't know how their tiebreaker is looking. They're equal on goal difference, actually, which is funny. Um, Tottenham. Is there any team that's reaching 100 points? No. What? No. On the table? How would that be? There's only 38 games in a season, and the highest is 80 points. So, no. They're not going to get it. So Centurion, yo, when they when Man City, that, City, so, City was the last one to do it a few years ago. Yeah, it's the Centurion. Right. But yo, that's an extremely rare thing to do. It's hard to do. Like yeah. it's not, it's not common that that happens. Like even the La Liga barely happens if ever. Um, so yeah, Tottenham's in seventh, which is the last. Is that? I yo, I don't know who's going to finish out the spots because it all depends. Like right where Europa League ends, where the FA Cup ends. Because, like, if Man City or Chelsea win the Champions League, then that means that fifth place gets in the Champions League, too? Or the Europa League? And then you also think, have Man I U think they don't Europa do it League like final. that. They, like, give it to, like, they don't give it to the, that same country. Like, it'll go based off some, like, the, the coefficient. It's like but some it's random country, like Malta. No, but I'm saying, like, it. that automatic qualification doesn't bounce the positions down the table. That makes sense. Oh, I thought it did because Man U, if Man U gets it, I know that somebody else gets in the Europa League. Because we, we thought it did. I, I forgot. Me and Mateo were looking at this the like main, a the, year or two ago. Like way, We thought that that was going to happen and so, it didn't because they gave it to like a different country or so something. So the way it'll bump down to like ninth, let's say, or another team would get Champions League is if the only way there's going to be five teams in Champions League is if Chelsea finish out the top four and win the FA Cup. So oh, so it doesn't matter that Man U wins the title? No. If they get the Europa League? No, that doesn't matter. It's only it, It'll only have five teams in Champions League if Chelsea loses the Champions League but wins the FA Cup. And wins the FA Cup. And finishes okay. top, out of the top four if they finish fifth. So if that happens, then there will be five teams in, in Champions League, and then they'll bump down even more. Okay, and then what about like Europa League? That like, I no if Man U wins it, it, nothing happens? I don't know. I don't exactly know how it works with that. And now with the new conference and stuff, it doesn't make... I, I'm not... Yeah, like, sure are there going to be 10 works, teams but, in the Europa League conference by the end of the season? But the only... The, the thing I do know is that... um, uh, That's the only way that there's going to be five teams in Champions League is if Chelsea finish outside the top four, they win the FA Cup, and they lose the Champions League final. So they don't win okay. that trophy, but they win the that and they finish outside the top five or outside the. And top the Europa League, 
conference the conference league yeah. if you win that you go to the europa league next year yes. is that how it works yeah so you, okay. you you qualify for the europa league yeah it's interesting i looked at the so Eredivisie just, team the, the air uh, league and stuff just because robin popped off this past weekend after being coming back from being injured um and mm. like seven or eight teams are being in um are being introduced into that league so That's it's going to be good for a lot of those smaller countries and those smaller leagues to be able to fight and have a chance within that, which is pretty dope. To win a title. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So Tottenham 7th after 35 with 56. Everton is now 8th on after 34 with 55, so they have a game in hand. And then Le- Arsenal and Leeds. Arsenal is ninth on 52 after 35, and Leeds is 10th on 50 after 35. Like I said, good season for Leeds. Um, and then the bottom three, which I usually cover, I don't really need to cover the points. Uh, the three going down are Fulham, West Bromwich, Albion, and Sheffield United. And then for league leaders, uh, Harry Kane still leads in goals, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean this. Is pretty, I mean, he has twenty. He has twenty-one. Mohamed Salah is twenty. Bruno Fernandez is seventeen. Sung Sun Hyung Min with seventeen. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's having a good season, is 16. Bamford is 6th on 15. Good season for him, please. Lacazette is actually 7th on 13, believe it or not. <laughs> Tied with Jamie Vardy and Ollie Watkins, all with 13. And then Ilkay Gundogan is 10th with 12. Good season for him, too. I knew he was having yeah, a good season. I didn't realize. That's a lot of goals for him, though. Yeah, he, he had a good stretch. Yeah, he went off. I know that he got um, he had a lot of um, a lot of goals. That got a, he got a couple of player of the month in the prem, but that's a really good season for him. And then assist leaders, uh, it's Kevin, it's Harry Kane first with thirteen. Bruno Fernandez and Kevin De Bruyne both have eleven. Jack Grealish has ten, and same with Son Young Min, which is good for Jack Grealish because he hasn't played in like a month and a half, and I don't think he's going to play the rest of the season because he's injured. Rashford, Jamie Vardy are tied with nine apiece. And then Timo Werner has eight, Bamford has seven, and Crestwell also has seven. Patrick Bamford with 15 goals and seven assists, though, for Leeds. Yeah. Yo, Harry King needs to leave ASAP. He is. Come to Mandu. He needs to leave this year. He definitely has to. It'll work. And then for clean sheets, because I, I figured we should start rewarding goalkeepers, especially considering that I am a goalkeeper, technically speaking. Um... Wait, why is this not? I think doesn't want to give it to me. I don't understand. Forget who has the. Isn't it? Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's um, Ederson. it's Ederson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ederson. Ederson is first with 18. Um, Edward Mendy is second with 16. Emiliano yeah. Martinez, a new signing from Arsenal, <laughs> who now plays for Aston Villa, is third with 14. Hugo Lloris is fourth with 11. And Nick Pope also has 11. And so does Casper Schmeichel. And then it's Robert Sanchez and Elon Melier of Leeds United. Day is trash. He is 10th with nine clean sheets. Also, Bernd Leno with nine clean sheets. Although, to be fair, to be fair, David De Gea has nine clean sheets and 24 appearances. That's not bad. Most of these guys have like 30 plus. Like, Ederson has 34. He's only played 24 times. That's not that bad. 
he has actually the second highest rate, uh, no, fourth highest um, save percentage. Still a bad season for him, though. And Dean Henderson has five and 11, so I don't get why we're not playing him more. That's like 50% of the time he's walking away with a clean sheet, but what do I know? Oh, also, Kepa is 23rd in the league with two. Nice. <laughs> just, just, you know, great signing by Chelsea. Way to throw $70 million at a goalkeeper who sucks. But, yep, that's about it for the Prem. I mean, there's no real big transfer news yet. Um, oh, there's a bunch of transfer news. <laughs> there's there's a lot of rumors and stuff. Cavani extended through 22. Um, Are you happy about that? What? Are you happy that he did that? Yeah, what 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 the hell else would we have done? You could still get Ronaldo. If you want to, if Ronaldo still wants to come, he can come. It doesn't change that. It's just a good guy to have as a backup. He's about to break the Man U record for most substitute goals in a in a single season. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who is our manager now, actually had the record tied with somebody else at five. He's now equal that at five uh, with his last week when he scored in eighty seven. He can break it next week if he doesn't start and scores. But yeah, I mean, why would I not be happy to have him? Plus, it saves money. If we need to buy a right winger or a center back, center back, please, we could be lit. Oh, and Alex Tellez is leaving, but uh, it sounds like we're going to swap him for this young Portuguese le- right back or left back. I forget his name. Is it like Nuno Mendes or something? I know you guys heard about this. Especially John, he's a Brazil- Brasileiro. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel bad for, uh, Alex Tellez. Tellez is really good. It's just, it just so happens that Luke Shaw put it all together this season, which thank God, because we spent a lot of money for him years ago, but yeah, that does it for the Prem. Man City are going to win. Never say never, Alan. Never say never. Yo, if it, I, I will say this though, because I, I, I use the, uh, the, the logs here. The, these podcasts is like receipt, red receipts. If Man U wins this, this is the greatest title in European league history. Not Champions League, but league history. Leicester still has you beat, but I'll give you second. But it wasn't a comeback. Like they led the this whole This would be season. the greatest comeback of all time. I'll yeah, that's down. what I said. I said greatest comeback. Like the greatest league you said win greatest of all title. time. Oh, I said, greatest didn't I say title comeback guy. title? I apologize. I meant comeback title. Obviously, Leicester's the greatest. Ten points back, four games to go for you, three games for them. What's miraculous about Leicester, though, is that not only did they win that title, they turned themselves into a powerhouse overnight. Like, they're always fighting for top four now. They're always good. Like, the last five, six years. Yeah, like, the last five, six years, like, they've been great. Like, they signed James Madison for, like, nothing. Soyuncu for nothing. They bought Maguire off Sheffield United for nothing and then sold him for 80 million to the menu because we're stupid. I forgot who. Like, I don't know just, if it was Conte or Mares were bought for like a couple hundred thousand. Conte. Conte they, was bought for like they, nothing. A couple hundred thousand. Not even a million. Yeah, yeah. Conte, I think. He was like in like the first Now Conte is the best CDM in the world it, now. It wasn't Conte. Arguably. I don't think it was. No, I think it was. Both him and Mares were bought for almost less than a million, I think. Yeah, Conte, I think, was sitting in this French second league when they found him. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's miraculous. And every signing that they make, for the most part, like, I mean, for God's sake, they sold Danny Drink. I mean, was it Danny Drinkwater? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. To Chelsea for $40 Like, good God, Chelsea, what is wrong with you? 
they they turn these nobodies into somebodies, and they sell these guys for great profits. Like Ricardo Pereira is great. They got a great price for Ben Chilwell. They got a, they're going to sell Harvey Barnes. It looks like for sixty plus million, probably. Conte was is bought it? for under ten million, so Conte was actually in the millions. Mares oh, really? was bought for half a million. That's crazy. And now Mares is and sold for seventy five million. So. Yeah, I mean, it, they they have figured out the the ma- and they always have good managers too. And like Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. They're signing uh, Sumari too. Yeah, they signed Sumari for thirty million. That's right. Yeah. That's the one thing I forgot about. Well, I think it's a good signing because it sounds like Sayunchu might leave, which is cool with I think them because they like he didn't play much this season anyway, and they're still really good. Um, Indeedy is a great signing. Like I can't think of any real bad signings they have. You know. I wish Man U had that front that that front office that executive board because I mean, good God, if they could do that with that budget, imagine what they could do with Man U's budget. Mm-hmm. You know, we got stupid people like Woodward who's leaving. That's the problem anyway. with having a really high budget, though, is that you you don't you have to people. think of those solutions. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah Splurge. You're great. You're gonna get this budget. On to Liam's little league. The best league in Europe. He the says. best European team won it. Inter Milan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love how Lukaku's talking crap. Like, this is his first title ever. This is Lothar. Take relax, bro. Go win a few it, more. It, it's Lukaku's first ever league title, I think. I know, I know. So I'm so, saying, like, Lukaku, chill out. Like, you're talking to a guy with, like, 15 of these. It's kind of crazy. I, I saw a stat that said that um, Ibra, since he's been in the league, uh, since he's been playing in profe- in like professional, he's only lost. He he's only not won the league three times, and those three teams were all managed by uh, Antonio Conte. What about Mourinho? We didn't win with with Man U. Exactly, Antonio Conte managed. Oh, oh. Conte won. I got yeah, you. I got you. That's really funny. Actually, the, the only although to be fair, we did win three trophies. Hasn't but... been able to beat was Conte. <laughs> But even, yeah, it's funny though, even that season though, when he was at Man U, we won the FA Cup, we won the, uh, or we won the Carabao Cup, another cup, and then we also won the Europa League that year. So, like, he wins everywhere he goes. So, Lukaku needs to take a back seat for a minute. Oh, yeah. Like, my son lost in the Champions League and finished bottom of his group. He didn't even get to play in the Europa League. Chill out. Go ahead. Okay. All right, boys, have a good night. I don't want to listen to this. I'm going to start from the bottom. Parma and Crotone are confirmed relegated. Benevento have a couple games to save their season. They lost against uh, Cagliari, which is a big L for them. That was 16th versus 18th. They needed that one to try and hop out of there. Spezia also lost, which is good for them, but these next couple games for them are going to be decisive. Decisive, decisive. Who do you want to stay up between them, Liam? Spezia or Benevento? Huh? What did you say? Who do you want to, who do you want to uh, stay up, Spezia or Benevento? Benevento, because uh, I respect Filippo Inzaghi. And I like Lapadula as well. Fair. Um, let me just talk about real quick this uh, thing I read. So the Serie B team, Sal... Salmierta are going to be promoted and the owner of that team actually has to sell them now because the owner of that team is the same owner of Lazio and you can't own two teams in the Serie A 
Oh, it's so. good for him, though. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's good for him for sure. Yeah, it's good it means like he's a good owner. He's making some money. <laughs> yeah, he's making. And he's a good chicken. owner. Yeah, that's true. He'll be able to put some money to Lazio now from the sale. <laughs> oh my! Indeed. Another team to take away top four from Milan. Mm-mm. Lazio, I actually uh, got cooked today. I mean, uh, on Saturday by uh, Fiorentina, two 0 Vlaovic got his twentieth and his twenty-first goal. That man is really wilding, really going crazy. Are you guys 21 years old, 20, 21 goals. He would be a good signing. I'm if, nervous yeah, he's continues the next Piatek, form. But yeah, he could be just like Piatek and all these other guys who signed recently. Hopefully not, though. That would be cool. Good for him. Bonaventura had a great game. Lazio actually had uh, Andres Pereira come on as a substitute and then get sent off. Like, lol, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Man, he's the best lol. signing. Um, Napoli beat Spezia 4-1. Cotone lost to Roma 5-0. Cotone had a couple good little chances. That striker is still going crazy for Cotone. He could just take a shot and it could just straight up be a goal. Just in case anybody forgot about him. His name is Simon Tuchukuo. No. no He has like a value of like 5 million, by the way. His shit is going to skyrocket. He's got 19 goals. I think he's old, though. That's the problem. Is he old? Yeah, he's 29. Remember Quagliarella? Like, Lol. Yes. Quagliarella, though, he had like 35, <laughs> though. Ed, but he's still worth a million. He was crying. He was, he was going crazy. Yeah. He's 1.1 mil. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo is at the top 27 goals. Speaking of Juventus. <laughs> Lol. This mic just cut out. Yes, completely. <laughs> Lol. Uh, Juventus, thank you so much. That was bad. They lost to AC Milan, 3 nothing. Yeah. Fikayo Tomore got the third goal. He is the first Englishman to score for AC Milan since David Beckham in 29, oh. 2009. Okay, that makes sense. Very, very cool. Um, who's, who's second in um, – who, who got – who would be on Ronaldo with the most goals in Serie A? Uh, Vlaovic, 21. Well, he's tied with uh, Muriel and Lukaku. Lukaku, I think, is done. Lukaku didn't even play the last game for Inter, and they cooked Sampdoria 5-1. One of Inter's players, young kid, Piamonti, he got his first Serie A goal, which is pretty cool. He he lost, actually, against uh, Liao in an AC Milan versus Inter Milan FIFA tournament. So, you know, L's, boy. Um, Sassuolo beat Genoa. Zappacosta got a goal for Genoa. I like Zappacosta, but he just never seemed to find his form when he was in England. I remember uh, Yo, I watched looked, this interview of him. I think he hated England. Just he looked 50 he at place. 25, though. I think we can all agree about that. <laughs> yes. He looked so old. <laughs> when he came out for Chelsea, I thought he was like 55 years old. Looks older Marino. than the Torino get their 14th draw of the season, the most out of any team against uh, LS Verona. I see. They're just such a good team. I just love them so much. Um, fun fact, Juventus are now fifth, and Cristiano Ronaldo has played in every Champions League campaign since 2003-2004 and has scored in every Champions League campaign since 2006-2007. So if Juventus don't get their act together... He's not you really staying. think he's going to stay? Oh, come on now. He's I mean, not he staying probably won't stay. I mean, I don't know. I remember uh, I read this article 
when uh, me, uh, Ronaldo was going to leave Real Madrid. And I remember uh, Fasone was going to try and bring Ronaldo to Milan. And at one point he said yes, but the finances just didn't work out. And he was actually like, you guys have Europa League next season, right? All right, bet. I've never won one of those. So, Bruh, know, he would true. take a dollar salary a month to get the hell out of the Europa League. You are out of your mind. Especially, he's especially joining the Europa League. Yeah, especially he's four years old. That could win it, bro. Especially joining a team that could win it. Come on now, he's not going on. Son is closing in on forty. He's he don't not have that many years left. Well, they're yeah, gonna have see, to do it against PSG, though. I could really see him go to PSG. That would be great. They're gonna have to do it against Sassuolo and Inter. That Inter game is going to be really decisive for Juve. Watch Inter throw it just to screw Milan. <laughs> to get yeah. Stretch, right? yeah. Seriously. They already won the title, so. And, and then they got Bologna on their last yeah, game. they played Bologna on their last yeah. game. Yeah. And they have the, the Coppa Italia against Atalanta in between. It's super hard for them. Yep. Rebic scored a fantastic goal against me against uh, Juventus. That was a fire goal, yeah. Fantastic goal. Donnarumma is definitely going to stay with Milan now. Since uh, we beat Juventus, Muriel, shout out to Muriel. He's got two goals mm-hmm. in the space of 10 minutes. He's fant- I mean, uh, fantastic. The thing Chesney trying to leave, honestly. so if he ends up leaving, then we must bomb out and go to Juventus. Atalanta, in my opinion, in this last decade, I guess, except Juventus, have been the best Italian team. For the third straight season, they've scored 100-plus goals. Yeah, and some of those too. goals have been amazing goals. Team too. goals, individual team goals. goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fantastic. They have mad offensive Fantastic. talent. If you look at their list, like Ilicic, Zapata, Papu Gomez, Luis Muriel, like Malinovsky, they have, they have a lot of really good attacking talent. Their defense is a little bit more questionable, but they've always had great attacking. That's what made them relevant that first year. Remember Zapata went off like three years ago? Yeah. Got that 94 team of the season? Good times. Yeah, thanks. Champions League semifinal. (laughs) No, yeah, they popped off. Good times. They destroyed Parma. Poor Parma. (laughs) Absolutely gave it to him. I mean, they tried. They got two goals. Where does Trevino go next? Where does he go next? I mean, I don't know. He hasn't left in a while. Right winger? Nah, I wouldn't want Gervinho. How old is Gervinho? He's old. He's really old. He's 33 years say, old. No, thank you. I will say, if you look at his stats, he's like the only player on Parma who's still good. I like Kuchka. Kuchka's good on Parma. And so bench. is, uh, yeah, he played for Milan. Would, and so is uh, the center back. At 34, would you take him back? Of course not. But, you know, mid-table team, they'd be like, oh, Yurai Kuchka, he can shoot, blah, 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 blah. And Bruno Alves, too, he's a legendary center back. Legendary, experienced, very experienced. <laughs> veteran, veteran center back, actually. That's better. <laughs> that took that back is, immediately. That man is 40 this year. <laughs> he's just, he's on that, that Ebra level. Yeah. Nah, they, they play some, they play two easy games, too. They play Benevento and Genoa coming up in the next three days. Yeah. Hopefully Benevento can get them moving crazy. I'd like to see Benevento stay. Uh, AC Monza are in third place for the Serie B. I'm talking about them because that's Spalatelli and Boateng's team owned by Adriano Galliani, who was Milan's owner. They are going to play their playoff games soon to decide whether or not they will be Serie A so, contenders so, next season. So if they come up, he would have to sell Monza. 
Nah, he doesn't own Milan anymore. Galliani has oh, no affiliation with okay. Milan anymore. Okay. He's strictly AC Monza. He just wants to try and you know bring another AC team <laughs> up to the top flight, Sorry. which is fair enough as long as you do it with Balotelli. And they're gonna go right mm-hmm. back down. If Balotelli stays, if Boateng stays, if Gabriel Paletta stays, I think if they get a good creative midfielder, maybe someone within someone in the uh, the bottom three teams that are leaving right now. Like, like imagine if they get uh, Parma. Imagine if they get Kuchka to be in that midfield along with uh, Paletta and Balotelli. Galliani has already had Kuchka on a team. He had him on Milan. He seems to like having ex-Milan players on that team. And if Hopefully not. If Benevento regu- uh, get relegated, you can look at players on Benevento. You could look at Lapadula. You could look at Insigne's brother. Monza could be a nice, good, maybe mid-table challenger team that you wouldn't want to play if you have to get points. You know, especially you got Balotelli on that team. Funny Morte. you say that. Speaking of Mario Balotelli past clubs, uh, Brescia beat the shit out of Monza last week. <laughs> yeah, two 0 I don't know how that happened. Because they've been they've been on a. Mars has been on a streak. And Brescia is whack. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not good. Brescia isn't that bad, though. They're they're in playoff contention as well for uh, Serie A. Aren't they in the last place for the Serie B contention? I think they're... Yeah. Uh, No, they're second to last place. Eighth place is the last. Lol. Which is... What is CBO's? Oh, oh, Kievo Verona. They could get back in. They were there a few years ago. Kievo Verona is one of the... I thought would be a Serie A team for a while, but nope. Low. They were trash a couple years ago. But whatever. Henrik Mikatarian and Romelu Lukaku are the only players in the Serie A to have 10 goals and 10 assists. Mikatarian next season will have zero goals and zero assists as soon as Jose Mourinho takes the reins from uh, Fonseca. Y'all heard who he wants to be his first buy, right? No. Renato Sanchez from Lille. That would be, be a great buy. Spicy for yeah. him. He could play the Nangalan role that they used to have back in the day. Yeah, he could definitely fulfill that easily. Because he can rip shots from outside, and he's a good CDM. Yeah, he definitely could. Be a good signing. Roma's an interesting team, actually. Yeah. I, they're really disappointing this year, but like they have individuals who are really talented, and then they have guys, I'm like, are you, do you belong in a top five Serie A team? Mourinho is either going to make them super, super worse, or he's going to make them really good. Amazing. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> There's no in-between with There's no in-between. They're not going to be how they were this season. Like, kind of good, kind of bad. He has a habit of the first season he gets there, they're usually really good. Like, if you remember, man, you, the first season he got there, we went from eighth to second and won the Europa League. And then the next year, well, we all know what happens. That's but what he's he, going to do. Like in Chelsea, remember that year he returned, they won the title, and then the following year he gets fired, they're like in 15th place? Yeah, so just uh, watch Roma next season, and then the next couple seasons are valid. Yeah, I'd, I'd look out for Roma next year, depending upon what they back him with, right? Like, I wonder how much money they give him. Because, like, that team needs an overhaul, for sure. I wonder what Mkhitaryan's going to do. If he's gonna I think he's going to stay. He had a great year. I, know, I think but, he'll stay, too, unless somebody offers... But, but I think it's the it's left, the perfect team for him. Left, he left because Mourinho wasn't playing. No, I know, but I think that it's the perfect bench. kind of team. It's the perfect kind of team for him because of like <laughs> he's a really talented player. I think we can all agree, and like in moments can be like the best guy on a pitch. 
But like when he plays on a team where everybody is that level, he usually falls through the cracks. Like at Man U, he did that. At Arsenal, after a while, he did that. Like I think Romo's like the perfect thing where he can just do his thing and be like one of those class guys where he's like that fourth to sixth place team in the table type thing, not like fighting for a title every year. I think he's really good though. I was I was sad when Man U stopped playing him because he was great that year we won the Europa League. The main thing Mourinho's going to have to work on for this Roman team is their defense and their goalkeeper, yep. in my opinion. I don't think uh, Mirante... You don't think Paul Lopez is good? Mirante, Paul Lopez, I think they, they rotate too much. I'm not sure. I don't think I, either one of them have that starting spot. Like, really Mirante set. is trash. Yeah, and so... And I don't even know. They played somebody who got a clean sheet last season. I mean, last match against Crotone. Yeah, I've never seen again. Fusato. Yeah. <laughs> he's 23 he's from brazil john can you give me something here about this guy never heard about this guy in my All life. Right, never heard about him excellent, excellent. excellent. <laughs> must must have must have been a um, what, what day he played for palmeiras john i th- i think that if they could keep reynolds Palmeiras. as well i think that would be pretty good for them because reynolds has been decent for them since uh joining on loan uh, i think they need a left back a new goalkeeper a center back and they're like, yo, their center mids are good. Like, I like Spinazzola. I like Zaniolo. I like uh, Pellegrini. But none of them stay healthy ever. Zaniolo's out this year with a torn ACL. Pellegrini tore his ACL last year. I just think they need, like, a lot of help. Like, if they spent, like, 100 million pounds or euros, or obviously euros because they're not English, but if they um, if they spent enough money, I think they could challenge for the title next year because they do have some players that are really class. But, yes. Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, if that's my last Sanchez, point on uh, if they can start off with getting Sanchez, that's already a big, a big W for them. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I, but they do need more. They also they oh, need yeah. a new striker. Like, no offense, Jeco, but like, you're like 58 years old. Like, it's yeah. time. To, no, yeah, that's for you sure. Know. Like, Bo- Bo- who does else they have? Borja Mayoral. He's pretty good. He is. He scored. He scored uh, a few goals. As well. Yo, I saw Pedro on the pitch yesterday or last week when man, you played. I forgot they had Pedro. Yeah, where has he been? Yo, he played great a few like at the beginning of the season when they first started. He played great and then he disappeared. Did he get injured? I think yeah. he came in January. Pedro, he, I don't think he was at Roma in the beginning of the season. He, I thought he was. He was, but he was injured. Okay, so he did get injured. I remember him playing really well, and then yes. and then he didn't play for months, and I forgot all about him. And then he, got, he, yeah. he assisted a goal against Man U, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Pedro? Like I forgot that he was there entirely. Yeah, like he's, he's good again, but he got, old. As he hell. got injured in like uh, his last game or something, and like I think he tore something that needed surgery, and he finally like it took some time to heal, but he finally came back. Yeah, it's like the running theme with every Roma midfielder. Like, Vertu's out, injured again now. Spinazzola's out. Zaniolo's out for the year. Pellegrini tore his ACL last year. Jeez. Don't go to Roma if you want healthy needs. <laughs> True. But, but, yeah, Liam, you have anything more to say about Serie I'm sorry. Come on, Liam. Um, Ibra will be out for the next two. He'll hopefully be back for the game against Atalanta. Want to talk about that body language? No. Uh, well, actually, sure. Benasser mentioned it. I watched. I looked. At, or I had a little thing today. Benasser mentioned it. He was like, "Ibra, if if you're on the field, you have to be willing to die for the team." And that's the that's the energy that he tries to put out. You know, like if he gets mad at you for not for not making the pass, it's not because he's mad at you. 
is because he's mad at the quality you're producing. The quality has to be more. You got to give 200%, not 150. You know what I mean? And that's why I think he has a direct, there's a direct link between how well Milan's doing and Ibra's arrival. And his behavior too. Because mm-hmm. when they're doing well, he's happy. Um, do you think Zlatan stays there next year? Yeah, he already extended his contract for a year. Do you think he stays there? How much longer do you think he stays? I think he's going to give maybe next season as like the level he's playing now. He might stay one more depending on how well we do next year in the Champions League and in the league. But after that, I who knows? I mean, at the same time, who knows? He could be forty-five and still be producing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't think he was done ever. He's never failed to produce anywhere he goes. Not done like that, but like he'll be done on his own terms when he's done with LA. I didn't think he was going to go to oh, another team after LA. Not, he he's such a troll that I think that he he knew he was going to come somewhere else. Watch after AC Milan, he goes somewhere else. He will. He wants to go, but I'm pretty sure he's going to go play with um the back, Swedish team that yeah, he grew back, up with back in Sweden. I uh, no no I mean like he's going to go like. Pep Guardiola is going to be like, yo, bro, mm. I need a striker in the Champions League final to help me out. Just come to Man City for a I, year. And I think I, he would. I don't – maybe, but I don't think so. Because I did see uh, an article that um, before he came to Milan, he was actually thinking about Bayern Munich. And the wages it, that he demanded from Bayern Munich were, according to, I think, the coach or the owner at that time, were godlike. And I don't think he's, he's he's demanded those wages from Milan. I think he loves Milan more than any other club he's been with. That's fair. But I think like as he gets older, maybe he's like, yo, Bayern, you want to play me? Like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Maybe, I mean, but Bayern's- to leave Milan again? I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm, we'll see. He can win the Champions League. PSG, maybe? PSG needs number nine. <laughs> he was at PSG. They could win the Champions League. I know, but now they're better. No, nah, Ronaldo. They got a better chance of winning now. True, Ronaldo's coming in. Daddy. That's facts, that's facts. If Ronaldo doesn't come in, he's like, yo, Zlatan. All right, John, let's get into the rest of the world. All right, the rest of the world is really just the U.S. and Brazil at this point. Brazil. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the MLS since uh, we had uh, the fourth fourth match week. Some bangers, you know. So Red we'll Bulls. start off with the Red Bulls, you know. Good two wins in a row, finally in a playoff position. Woo! They're in third place now in the East. Kate Clark. Um, Clark, baby! <laughs> no, big shout-out to Fabio, the Brazilian striker. He's oh the MLS assist leader. And both their wins, he got a he got a brace of assists. They're doing – It's uh, I really like the way they're playing him. I'm going to start with the pros. I like the way they're playing him because basically he's just – just like Drew, just a big tree trunks in the middle. What they do is they hit the ball to him, and he just lays it off. And someone comes in and finishes it. Yeah, so he has it's where he's working out really well as a pivot. Yeah, he has four goals, four assists, so he's just balling right now. Four, no, no, just four. That assists. is good. He hasn't scored any Sorry. goals. Sorry, four. Yeah, four, just four, four starts. Sorry, yeah, four starts, yeah. four assists. <laughs> four starts. But yeah, he. So he's 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 got back to back brace of assists. Um, and then you know, Caden Clark killing it, playing phenomenally. Like almost, every, I think every goal the Rebels have scored have come from his feet. Right, like he he's he's always a part of the play. My big complaint is I don't – for the life of me, I cannot understand why the Red Bulls, who are playing what seems to be a cam, two wingers, and a striker, Fabio being that striker, decide to play either Tom Barlow or Brian White as one of the wingers. Maybe I'm misinterpreting their formation, but that's definitely not a two-striker formation. And I don't think Brian White or Tom Barlow – I guess Tom Barlow is – 
has the mobility, but it's just you have wingers on the bench. You have Danny Royer. You, know, you have that new guy from from Celtic. Um, it's just like why? <laughs> why not actually play wingers? Um, and it's crazy, like the difference you see when when like Royer or the other guy come in. What's the other guy's name? I gotta I gotta Drew find his name real quick. Yearwood. No, not Drew Yearwood. Drew Yearwood's a midfielder. He's really good. Oh, uh, Tolkien. Or there's a uh, Cameron Harper. Harper. Cameron Harper is a ball. He's really good. Maybe it's because he doesn't understand the pressing system that the Red Bulls play just yet. <laughs> also, he's 19, so he's very young. But he came, every time I've seen him come on, he's been a very exciting player. Um, yeah, Red Bulls are doing good. Um, also, I mean, NYCFC are killing it at the moment. They're in first place in the East. They, they, they got a. They, they drew to Orlando. Nani scored a brilliant. Like, it was a banger. Yeah. Like, outside the box, top corner, curled the shot. I don't know if CFC should have really won the game, though. You had a, They had a lot of chances, but what killed me was literally the last play. I don't know who one, – one of their players puts in uh, Medina in through one goal, one-on-one with the keeper, and he hits it right at the keeper. Literally last play of the game. <laughs> Could have really came, came home with a win, but – Oh, no. Whoever put the, – the ball was, was amazing, though. But, yeah, NYCFC are doing really well. Um, New other news, LA Galaxy beat LAFC this weekend. Um, I don't think Carlos Vela played. I think he's injured. Yeah, he did not play. Um, great game by Chicharito. You know, he's added – He's, I think he's on five goals now. No, he's on six goals for the season now in he's four games, and he got an, and he got the game winning assist with Dos Santos. Yeah, the man's a king. He's really, really killing it. He, he was like, "Oh, my first season, I'm just gonna collect the Yo. paycheck, but my second season, I'm gonna pop the fuck off." Yo, <laughs> real quick, Mateo, that video you sent me about the 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 champions clown. <laughs> I've never seen this shit before. This is amazing. It's it's so good. Well, watch the champions, guys. Yeah, watch the champions. It's on yeah, watch VR the champions it's specifically on- season five, episode three. I am in love with. Never this seen that. It's, yeah. it's on. Uh, oh my it's god! On it's amazing. It's such a good. It's, on it's so great. Football. Everybody, go watch it. Bleacher Report. Football. It's like a cartoon version of like the players in the Champions League all hanging out in a house together. Yeah, it's hilarious. With uh, sometimes a special appearance from Atlanta FC from the MLS as a joke because Atalanta have been making the Champions League recently. <laughs> so they get creative. Hey, also shout out to Javier Hernandez, man, you legend. Oh, okay, yeah. now you can go on. Killing it. Nashville got a, a beat New England this weekend. Actually, mm-hmm. New England were looking like the team to beat, and they got a, not a, anymore. They got beaten. Yeah, good one by Nashville. Alex Mule, former Red Bulls, scoring hey, a goal. Shout out to Nashville. Who we met at Pier Forty. <laughs> yeah, and RV asked him if he played for NYCFC. Not a good look. And he said yes. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> He just walked away. Orlando, <laughs> Nashville, and Columbus are still undefeated. Yeah. Um, Columbus actually yeah, just changed their name and logo. They're now called, I think they're just called Columbus SC now. Uh, and they have they got a new logo, and the fans are really unhappy about it. Because the, it's Columbus Crew SC technically still, but I, I guess their logo they cut it out. I heard they were dropping the crew, and that's what crew. people were it's really upset Columbus, about. It's Columbus SC, and the logo is hideous. They got one of them like modern sharp logos. I don't know what it to call it. I'm dead. By the a way, lot Seattle of teams got new logos. I like I kind of like Montreal's new logo. Me too. To be honest, it, it Seattle's so. dirty. But the Houston Dynamos is all horrifying. It looks like a baseball team logo. Chicago's I don't know why they went with that. Worse, to be honest. Wait, yeah, Chicago's Houston is enough as well. 
look up the Houston Dynamo uh, <laughs> logo and tell me it doesn't. It looks like a straight up MLB logo. I didn't like the Chicago Fire one to start Yo, with. Tell out, out real quick. Yo, Mateo, <laughs> he's moving into the mansion and he, he doesn't even call Donnarumma and Maldini their names. Yeah, he's, he's like twenty seven ninety nine. Don't put that statue there. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and then he paints off the room. Liam's just excited Milan's finally getting mentioned. Go watch. Go watch that show. Don, shut It's a good show. It's very funny. Stop interrupting our MLS preview. Thank you. Anyway, Inter-Miami and Atalanta. Sorry, not Atalanta. Atlanta United. I'd 1-1. With Joseph Martinez scoring his first goal back since his ACL tear last year. Liam. Somebody mute this guy. He said this area will be for you. No, yeah. I'm, 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 I want Inter Miami to pop off. Bro, their team is so good. The Inter Miami, season. Yeah, Inter Miami better they make the playoffs. To, they got both Higuains. Matweedy. They have Matweedy. They have uh, Pizarro. Like, they have yeah. a good team on paper. Just execution has not been there. Yeah. Last thing I want to mention about the MLS uh, Seattle beat Portland. That's one of the big rivalries in the league. They hate each other. Yeah, with Seattle. a passion. Seattle. They have Ryan Shawcross. Y'all remember him? Yeah. Don't they all played for Stoke City for years in the Prem. Yeah. Pretty sure they also have Breck Shea. Yeah, they do. They do. Seattle's Shame on this team. Seattle's undefeated as well. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's a team to beat. Seattle's probably like by far the best team in the MLS. Yeah, Seattle's right yeah. nice. They really are. For an MLS. Oh, team. sorry. And then um, I, I don't know if it, it's not the Rapids. Who is it? It's not the Earthquakes. Who played the Earthquakes? Salt, Real Salt Lake has a player whose name is Rubio Rubin. And he has been <laughs> killing it. And he's apparently he's like a player to watch all season. He's 25 years old, American. I think he plays... They say he plays striker center forward, but I think he's more like a, a left winger. But he scored a bicycle kick last game and their loss to, Real, to, to San Jose. Yeah, that was, um, a, good, that was a good game. Which Wondolowski just keeps extending his... Top ever goal scorer in the MLS, nonstop. It's like the soccer version of Bull Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one All right. different, Let's That's it for the MLS. Let me actually look at player stats real quick. In the world. Wait, so yeah, yeah let me look at player stats real quick. Right now, Chicharito six goals in, in four games, leading the line. R- Raul Ruiz Diaz from Seattle with five. And then Super Valentin nice. Castellanos with four. And Clayton, Caden Clark with three goals. Caden Clark out here scoring a lot of goals in the MLS. Fabio with the most assists, and that's all that matters. Let's talk about Flamengo's winning run. That was the best thing, man. Flamengo. So as of right now, Flamengo is the best team in the world. Libertadores. We'll start. We'll start with the state championships. State championships wise, Flamengo and Fluminense. Both won their semifinals to uh, of their Rio State Championship. They'll be playing each other in the final. Um, Fluminense's you know, shout out to Kaiki who got sold to Manchester City about two weeks ago. He's a another youth product from Fluminense joining Europe. He's he scored a goal in their in their recent semifinal. He's win. the young one that they have to wait a year, right? Yeah. So the rule is, I guess FIFA has a rule where you have to be 18 before you can actually get bought by a team in Europe. So. That's why the same reason why Vinicius Jr. had to wait and, and Rodrigo and all that all those players. So that, you know, they can't get poached and so these teams get some money for them. 
So yeah, I think it was like something like it was still cheap. I think it was like what, ten million euros. Yeah, something like that. Cheap for this kid. Fluminense they don't sell well. That's their problem because they need they they always need money. So it puts them in a bad position to negotiate. Yeah, they just take whatever cash they can get. Yeah. They're like, yes, please, thank you. But they're, I mean, they're, they had a great, so with a really, with a really bad squad, they somehow made it into the Libertadores this season. And then they spent a lot of that money to rebuild their squad a little bit. So they have a nice basis, but if they could just hold on to some of that youth for a little bit longer, uh, they could really be challenging for titles. But who, hey, who knows? They, they are challenging for one. They might take the state championships from under Flamengo's nose. If there's one team Flamengo struggles to play against, it's Fluminense. I guess that's the beauty of, of derbies, right? doesn't matter one team could be worth a billion dollars and the other could be worth 10. You know, there's no, there's no favorites when it comes to derbies. Right. So it'll be, it'll be a good game. I think it's, it's a two legged derby. It's a two legged final. Sorry. Um, Cause that's what they do in the Rio state championship. So first game is a Saturday and the next game is a Saturday after that. And then we'll see how that goes. Um, in the Sao Paulo state championships, interestingly enough, I think Santos was unable to qualify for the quarterfinals quarterfinals. Like a whole eight teams went through and there are technically only four big teams in Sao Paulo being Sao Paulo, Palmeiras, Santos and Corinthians. So their fans actually threw rocks at the bus um, after their last game because yeah, it's shocking that they weren't able to qualify. It's really bad. It's a really bad luck on their part. Um, now for the Libertadores, um, continuing with Santos, they got their first win in this year's Libertadores, a um, a five nil win over. I think it was the strongest, a team called the strongest. Yes, and uh, but they're still their third. They're third in their group, three points behind Boca, six points behind first place Barcelona, and it's just not looking good for them. It's looking like they're probably going to end up dropping into the the Sudamericana which is the Europa League of, of South America this season. Um, Boca lost to, to this Barcelona, which was really surprising. Um, I personally, like this Barcelona, they're, they're a solid team, but to, to beat Boca, that's, you know, that's pretty crazy. Um, Palmeiras is still undefeated at nine points with defense in Husisa and Independiente del Valle uh, vying for that second position. Internacional are tied for first with a team named Always Ready. <laughs> they got some great team names in South America. So yeah, like I mentioned, Barcelona is uh, leading their group with Boca in second. Fluminense and River Plate are tied for first in their group. Sao Paulo and Racing are first and second in Group E. Argentinos Juniors and Atletico Nacional are leading Group F. Flamengo is leading Group G, undefeated and I think all they need is a point next. All they need is a point tomorrow night to qualify for round of sixteen. Uh, and then Elideu and uh, Velez Sarsfield are currently battling it out for the second position in that group. And Atletico Mineiro, first place in their group with Hulk scoring a lot of goals. Um, Hulk has finally found his form for them after about ten games and. He's averaging like a brace a game like the past like five matches. He already got one of his trademark 50-yard bangers in. So, all in all, uh, things are heating up. Brazilian League should start about a month from now. And then, I mean, we'll see how things go. 
Gabby Goal's in amazing form right now. He's top school scoring the Libertadores, five goals in three games. He's also he's got something like he's scoring a lot recently, so it's good to see him getting this this form so early in the season, and hopefully he can. So you could sell him and make money. We're gonna make no matter. We're gonna make money no matter what on him. But what sucks is that him and Pedro can't play together. We'll see what happens. I think that at the rate he's going, he's probably going to be called up for the Copa America, which is also happening this summer, which means, and Brazil, Brazilian league refuses to do international windows. So we're going to play games while the Copa America is going on, meaning any players that get called up, we lose them for that time period. So it can really mess with the leagues. Um, I think I was looking at some like statistics that was posted in an article about how every time there's an international tournament, um, and you just see like the amount of points that Brazilian league teams who send their players to those tournaments just start dropping. Cause, you know, you're losing some players, like some teams lose like a four or five of their starting 11. Who would you lose from your team besides Gabi goal? Uh, so striker wise, it's either going to be Gabi goal or Pedro that goes to, to play with the national team. Um, and then Jerson, we might lose him at center mid. Those are the three that we're in deep danger of losing for Brazil, right? Arascaeta, 100% already lost. He goes to Uruguay every time they play. So that's our number 10. That's our main assist guy. You know, he's out. Um, Isla, our starting right back, always gets called up for Chile. So he's going to be gone. Other than that, Everton Ribeiro used to get called up, but it doesn't seem like he'll be called up again. And I think that's about it. I'm shocked that... Isla's their starting right back because why? Why would they not start like Maripan, the Monaco guy? Maripan's a center back. He's on a right back. Oh, he's a right back for Monaco. That's interesting. He's like tall he and lanky. He has a couple of uh, informs for him. Well, Isla's Isla, Isla been Chile's right back for like over a decade. So even if he's not the starting, he always gets called up. And then, oh, sorry, Rodrigo Cayo, our center, our, our main center back, also gets called up from time to time. Mm. So we're, we're we have the, we're we're guaranteed to lose two to three players. I think worst case scenario we lose about five for about a month. And fingers crossed, none of them get injured. We have a really bad uh, record of you know last year Pedro and Everton Ribeiro went to the uh, to the national team and both came back injured. And Arascaeta went to his national team, came back injured. So hoping none of that happens this time around. Just wish they would just do FIFA dates, like you know. It doesn't take a lot to pause the league for a month. Oh, but I guess it, it makes things more interesting. This is and that's great. all I got. Excellent. Um, Liam, you want to? Yeah, but I got, <clears throat> I got an idea. So okay. if you're listening right now, I want you to go to the Instagram. I want you to say, I got to that part where Liam says, are you listening now? I want to uh-huh. know. Who listens to these whole episodes? And I also have a question that I want you guys to DM us on Instagram. Can we all agree, meaning us FIFA dads right now, that the next big game in Syria is going to be Inter Milan versus Roma? That's on Wednesday. Wait, let me let me look at the games. Get get the leagues up. Get the leagues Inter up. Milan I'm going to go through all of them. Mm-hmm. This is a random. It's not really a big game. I think that's a big game for Roma. I want to see how they play, especially since we talked a lot about. I think Torino Milan is a better game. 
Oh god, I hate Torino so much. No, I don't watch it. really playing for at this point. Sassuolo and Juventus is a bigger game probably for Juventus. For Juventus. Yeah, I think any Juve, Napoli, Milan, or Atlanta game are bigger than any Roma game because Roma's the really fighting. The problem is, is that Roma's six points. Conference league. They're six points behind Lazio, Liam. With I'm just talking about ahead. in terms of quality, not in terms. Okay, of, yeah, well, hey, oh, okay. of course, yeah. The, in terms of quality, the bigger game is going to sure. be this weekend with Juve, Inter, and then Roma, Lazio. Those. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, for the next game, for people to watch. Yeah, you're right. Roma, Inter. Inter. Roma, That's Inter. Okay. Yeah. League yeah, on. Yeah. League on, this is when I needed help on. Any I would say, game, any, I would say Lille, Lille versus Saint Etienne. Um, yeah, yeah, Lille against Saint Etienne is a good game. Um, I would have done that one. Or any Lyon or Monaco and, game. And Monaco against Rennes is also a very good game. Okay, and for La Liga, I would say the Atletico Madrid Real Sociedad. Yeah, that's that's the big. That's Probably the big next game. Yeah, and um, then the BPL, I was tied so, between so, Chelsea Arsenal or Man United Leicester. Okay, no, no, no I was actually just I was tomorrow, gonna say actually. I was gonna say on Thursday, man, you Liverpool because Liverpool is fighting for top four. Oh, is that is that actually gonna happen? Thursday, Damn, so yeah. Man U's gonna play a game on Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday. Yep, they got to catch up with games. They got to be all because the fans the stormed the, the pitch. Yeah, because they have they have to be all even on games before the last game day. So they have to they have to catch up. All right, so Man U Liverpool or Chelsea Arsenal. It's definitely gonna be Man U Liverpool is the bigger. It's yeah, what? Be the better game. <laughs> because if if Liverpool win, they get closer to Champions League, and if Liverpool yep. and and if Liverpool does win, that then pretty much guarantees Man City winning the title. Yeah, I was gonna say Man City could win that title. Yeah. So that same that, that right. next day. That's a game so, that has more comp- uh, like more riding on it. If we lose any of the games, we're we we're down. Yeah, it's over. Yep. So. My question for the listeners, now that we've talked about these leagues, we've talked about these teams, I want your opinions. I want you guys to tell us who do you think is going to win between Inter and Roma, Lille and St. Etienne, Atletico Madrid and Real Sociedad, and Man U, Liverpool. What about Instagram story polls? Leipzig against and we can, We'll Leipzig do an Instagram story post too. We'll do a Sunday, poll. May 16th because they don't play midweek. And that one, but for the listeners actually, who listen, actually, I want to know who listens. Thurs- I want to know Thursday. who knows Dude. who got to this part and <laughs> tell wait us next if week he does. when so nobody messages. Yeah, no, there's not a single. But there might be one, and that's that's what I'm counting. I'm counting on that one who's listening right now. Like that one person, they can they can be a special guest. That's a fact. That's a fact. If you heard what John just said right there, watch it be James. <laughs> if it's James, James, you're absolutely disqualified. You are disqualified from this raffle, James. Oh, also, also, Liam, um, Thursday's the Polkow for uh, B- Dortmund against Leipzig. So you got that one. That game. That's the German Cup. Yep, it's the yeah. German Cup. It's like nice. the Copa that's Italia. But that's my challenge. My challenge is out there. So, listeners, DM. Let us know what you think, and we're also going to put a poll up for everybody else who's you know. Yeah. Man, we're going to have, like, nothing to talk about after this <laughs> end of week of May. We're just hey, going to talk about no, our no, Brazilian league starts we last can week talk of May. About, we can we talk, talk about, about pro clubs. We can talk about FIFA. Can, There's going to be FIFA Real news coming out. Real Life World Cup. We'll talk about that. Oh, we yeah, the international Euros. Tournaments. You, you mean the Euros? Yeah. The Euros, too. 
No, I meant our tournaments. I meant our tournaments. Uh, our yes. World Cup tournaments. Yes. The Olympic. Is the U.S. playing the Gold Cup this year? Is that, is that a thing? The Gold Cup actually might be happening this year, too. There's a lot of international tournaments. The, uh, Not nice. that the Gold Cup matters, let's the be Olympics, honest here. But, but that's, like, later. <laughs> the, big, the big three are Co- Copa America, Euros, Euros, and the Olympics. The Olympics are going to be good. Yep, agreed. That's going to be really fun to watch, especially with France's young core. Yeah, all U23s with uh, three Mbappe. players over 23 allowed to join. Mbappe's going to be allowed to play too. That's incredible. But that's a that's if you I, here's the problem with the Olympics and the Euros being at the same time is that they usually a lot of those main players don't like won't either won't be allowed to play both or don't want to. So Mbappe's both. obviously going to choose the Euros. He's going to play both. Because the Olympics isn't really the, the Olympics isn't really important for most countries. Brazil had never won it, which is why Neymar played in it last time. Yeah. Now that they won it. I don't know what will happen, but word on the street is that Neymar wants to play both the Copa America and the Olympics. Perfect, John. The, ridiculous. The, so the, the Euro Finals, July 11th. The Olympics is the 13th. So How is he going to play both? Oh. He can't stay healthy. No, Mbappe's in. I, what about the Copa America, though? I'm not too sure about the Copa. Um, I think you may be able to play both The Copa, in that case. Yeah, the, they, they it's separated because they pushed it back. Um, the Copa America... Um, it's July 10th. Oh, never mind. You got to pick and choose. They in there, baby. Wow. No, so the good. We sh- we're probably going to have some really good Olympics. Very few. Yeah. I don't want to say good, but very few, like, top, top, top over 23 players. Are very few stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. You'll get to see some, like, decently. Some, some teams don't even up, bring though, those right? top, those over 23s. Yeah, a lot of them will bring their young, like, younger stars. We, I mean, France might just bring in, like, Lacazette, Rabiot. Yo, like, Mason Greenwood might play for yeah. the Olympics. Are the groups set? For uh, I think the, the Olympics? groups are set. The already. Olympics. Um, I think the so. U.S. didn't make it, so we never make it. <laughs> <laughs> and the groups are set. I'm looking at it right now: Brazil, Germany, Ivory Coast, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Spain, Argentina, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, Honduras, wow, Romania, Japan, South Africa, Mexico, and France for yeah. the football at the 2020 Summer, Summer Olympics. Yeah. It's going to be oh. either France, Germany, Spain, or Brazil. So, I forgot. Right. The Olympics are in Japan, which means the time. It's, we're going to have to be waking up. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have to be up. Staying up. I'm not watching that. I'm not. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm not getting up for wow. you guys. Right. And I'm the FIFA cousin or uncle. All right. All right, soccer John, fans. you're going to be up doing work. Soccer fans. Like, not watching soccer. I'm going to be watching the Olympics. I'm going to give my young- predictions, though. Group A, you've got Japan, South Africa, Mexico, France. I'm gonna go France. I'm gonna go France and I'm gonna go Japan. I'm gonna go France and Japan. Oh no! Uh, Mexico's youth setup is always crazy. Mexico's youth is fantastic, but I don't know Japan. If they get something going, they can be a good team. Mexico's organized three of the last like four Olympics. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm gonna throw them out early. Group B: Romania, Honduras, South Korea, New Zealand. New Zealand and. I want to say Honduras, but every time I watch them play, it's like, damn, they Definitely don't even know how to pass a ball. <laughs> no, Honduras, yo. <laughs> I remember a few years ago, Renan got so excited that they made it into the qualifying rounds just to get steamrolled and not make it into the World Cup. No, they made it into the World Cup, and then they got steamrolled in the World Cup. Oh, did they? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, rip. What they was got I thinking the World Cup, but they didn't... They didn't even score a goal. No, they scored a goal. They scored, like, their first ever World Cup goal. Oh. <laughs> and then Never they lost 2-1. Good for them. Good for them. 
They they made they they made it to the semis of the uh, Olympics in 2016 before Brazil six won them. Exactly. That's why I'm gonna make them my second. I'm gonna go South Korea and I'm gonna go Honduras. Group C, you've got Egypt, Spain, Argentina, and Australia. I'm going Australia and Egypt, obviously. Well, I mean, yeah. who else? Why would you choose Salah Messi? And, uh, hey, Mohamed Salah is going to be in there, you know? Yeah, uh, come on. Mohamed Salah. Yo, he might, actually. Because he's not playing the Euros. Is there an AFCON tournament, though? After, the AFCON Cup of Nations? After Messi loses the Copa America, Messi just slides into the Argentinian U23. I've been playing like for I, 23 years. So. I finally won a national team trophy. Exactly. Who wants that Group trophy? D, Brazil, Germany, Ivory Coast, Saudi Arabia. That's got to be uh, Germany and uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yep. yep. Saudis do play a good soccer. Yep. So. <laughs> Definitely not Brazil. Yeah, no way. Come on. Especially if not, Neymar's not playing. Come on. True. I mean, so the Brazil team that's been looking – good players on the Brazil team that got called up already – but that that might change because if the senior yeah. team calls those players Thiago up, they can't go Maia, to the Olympics. Obviously, Gabriel Barbosa. No, they don't. know. they're not playing the Olympics. William. Gabriel already. They Zeca, they both already won the Olympics. William. Juan Garcia. Duarte, um, Mateus Cunha, that guy who plays for was it Hertha Berlin? Weverton. The worst headliner card in. <laughs> no, but he's he's a baller of a player. He's gonna be there. Um, Paqueta has been called up a lot to play in the Olympics. But I, word on the street is he's going to get called up for the actual national team. Oh. Um, those are the main two I got off the top of my head. Cooney and Paqueta being the line. Wow. Yeah, that's all I got for now. Wow. What about uh, Vinny? How old is Vinny? Vinny could play in the Olympics. I guess he's if he doesn't get called up, uh, I don't know. What about Rodrigo? He's not gonna, he's, he doesn't get called up for either. Neither does Rodrigo. So it's like. Why did Madrid buy them in the first place? Vinny should really be playing one of the two tournaments. But we shall see. I'd love to see him and, and Rodrigo play in the Olympics, though. That'd be nice. But I don't think Madrid will release him for the Olympics. They'll only release them for the Copa America. God, France is going to have such a stacked squad. It's ridiculous. Kamavinga. Awar, Eduard, Guendouzi, Ikone, Kamara, Musa Dembele, Koundé, Lafont, Fofana. Pogba. Samari, Konate, Diallo, Mese, uh, Elon Messei, Upa, Kalulu, Rene uh, Aldelaide, Dagger, oh, yeah, Adelaide from Lyon, Saint Maxime, Jesus. Bamba, Malong Sar, Zagadu. <laughs> if they don't win, they're trash. Just straight. <laughs> straight they better win. We'll uh, we'll bring in Kalulu, Liam. Make him make him a gold medal winner for you. Kalulu, I haven't seen Kalulu in a minute. I love Kalulu. <laughs> yes, way, throw him into the Olympics. That's what I'm saying. We gotta get him in there so he can win something. Know what it feels like to win. Can't do that. Uh, you know, exactly. Uh, <coughs> right there. Exactly. Can't do nothing at Milan because they're trash. Hello. Uh, uh, low. You guys know the Super League has a whole website that's like glitchy and disgusting and still has the uh, icons of all the English teams and Milan and Inter. <laughs> the best clubs, <laughs> the best players every week. Like, this looks like a game. <laughs> FIFA 21. 
Games will be played midweek, and all clubs will remain in their domestic leagues. No, they won't. <laughs> Lol. Solidarity and sustainability. Solidarity payments will grow in line with league revenues and are expected to be in the excess of 10 billion euros during the course of the initial commitment period of the founders. These solidarity payments will follow a new model with full transparency and regular public reporting. Low? I'm not even sure what that means. Me either. But Are you on the superleague.com? Low? Yeah, the superleague.com, yeah. All right, I don't even you guys know made it to this point, write in our comments, hashtag, bring the Super League back. Facts! <laughs> <laughs> back the Super no, no. League. Hashtag ban Real Madrid. Yes, <laughs> I agreed. That's a good one. Where hashtag did you know... Hashtag uh, Real Madrid, bro. Mateo just one. sent us this thing saying that uh, the, the last three Super Teams who are Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juventus just released Juventus. a joint statement making it clear they've not given up on the Europeans. I want to see this statement. I want to see them like, the European Super League, we believe, will save soccer. <laughs> I really want to see this. It's still going to happen. We believe. Yo, the Italian Federation president, I forgot to mention that. But uh, if Juventus don't withdraw from the Super League, he's just gonna straight up kick him out of the Serie A. Yeah, I heard. I Not heard even that UEFA. <laughs> that's the Serie A president. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure as um, the Serie A president started putting pressure on Milan and Inter, were like, I. <laughs> but Juventus were like, no, 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 we're bigger than the Serie A. Lol. Not yet. That, that stuff's crazy. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Should we call it here? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Forza Jose Mourinho. I'm just seeing this uh, mural of him. I'm going to send it to Mateo so we can post it on FIFA. That's so funny. Forza Roma. Lol. I mean Milan. <laughs> Forza Roma. Forza Milan. You heard it here you heard it here first, folks. No, no, you didn't hear anything. Forza. The podcast ended already. Like Forza Roma, baby. Forza Roma. Uh, podcast is over. Podcast Maybe is over. Just baby, cough. Maldini oh just heard that from Italy. Like, what is that? Forza Roma, baby. No, 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 no. Yo, Wrong let's, one. let's make it that. Hashtag Forza Roma. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Forza Roma. If you made it to this point, comment Forza Roma all over Liam's ID, please. Thank you. Yes. No, please, please yeah, don't hilarious. do that. Everybody, just spam it. Every comment, Forza yes. Roma. Please. Oh my God, you'll make me a Roma fan. I will legit be like, all right, bet Forza Roma, and then watch me on game on Wednesday, and not <laughs> not Romas. All right, guys, thank you so much. Though you guys have the uh, you have the mission that I have given you. If you choose to accept. If you choose to accept it, it's on you. That's a fact. Thank you guys so much for the FIFA Dads. I am your host, Liam McGowan. As always, Forza Milan. All right, later, everybody. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Have a good, week. Have a good one. Enjoy the matches. Forza Roma. Forza Roma. <laughs>